Welcome back to the podcast. Before we start this episode, just two exciting announcements I want to make. Uh, first of all, we are on Clubhouse. So yes, uh, do join our club at Rebound with Resilience. Uh, they're going to be intimate. Uh, interactive sessions I might invite some guests for you to ask questions as well so uh, if you do not know what Clubhouse is it's a social media app that's gaining popularity it's audio only and uh, yeah it's, it's really cool I can interact with people from all over the world and just just have a very intimate conversation uh. so yeah uh, if you need an invite let me know I think I have some spare invites so that's number one uh, for the Clubhouse schedule you can join our telegram group that's rebound and resilience fam on telegram uh, under the pin message there's a schedule there with all upcoming topics and uh, links to add it to your calendar so that's the first thing the second thing is that in order for us to improve to seek feedback on content uh, potential sponsors i created a feedback form uh, if you have listened to more than three episodes and i'll be so grateful if we can fill up this feedback form I would love to hear from you. The link to that is on our Instagram, just uh, under the bio, just click it, and then there will be a column where you can click to do the feedback. So yes, join us on Clubhouse, and also do the feedback if you can. With that, enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to Rebound with Resilience, a podcast dedicated to raise your resilience, mindset, and mental wellness. On this episode, I have a friend. She is one of the most, if not the most, expressive, encouraging, and empowered human being I know, Amber Liu. Oh, thank you. What a beautiful introduction. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice alliteration there, right? Yeah, that was, that was... No, I mean it though. It's, it's, uh, it was it so does sweet. You. I hope you are ready. Just, you're share. already making me cry like in the first three seconds. Nice. That's a very good that's a very good segue into my introduction of you because uh, I wanna share a story. Um, of the first time, it's the second time we're meeting, but mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of mutual friends uh, mm-hmm. because we are both like in a coaching training field. In the industry, yes. Everyone just knows everyone, and we just comments on each other's yeah. Instagram posts. Yes, <laughs> um, I'm meeting so many new coaches. Yes, yes. Uh, she, but I do want to give you an in- uh, give Amber an introduction. Uh, she is she has a background in psychology, and she's been coaching ever since. Now she's a full time coach, and her bio says that she helps millennial women learn to love themselves and find the confidence to manifest their dream careers. Yes, that's right. In a nutshell. <laughs> like I tried to be so succinct in my profile. Right, right. It's not just women, right? It's also men as well. Yeah, so I mean, sorry. Um, definitely I do help men. In fact, I think when I told them the first time we met, people are very surprised that 50% of my clientele are actually mm. women and 50% are men. Okay. Um, so men reach out a lot actually for, for support and help. Yeah. Just for marketing purposes, I say that I specialize in helping women, um, which I do, um, but men are welcome to work yeah. with me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to explore the topic today on self-love, mm. relationships and empowerment. I, we have not actually talked about uh, self-love on this podcast yet. Oh. So I'm very looking forward. It's, it's so strongly linked to resilience. It's so yeah. strongly linked to like, you know, just being being um, okay with yourself, mm. mental wellness as well. Mm. And I really love this topic. Mm. So I, I am looking forward to talking to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it'll help a lot of people. 
Yep, uh, let's go. One memory of you before we, we start. I think this will give the audience a good <laughs> sensing of who you are. I can just imagine Kinex was Kinex, right? Kinex, Starbucks. Yes. So yeah. we're sitting here, I was sitting here. Yeah. Amber was sitting like opposite me. Uh-huh. So we're talking about self-love. Uh, I believe like we're talking about how we should be uninhibited, expressive. Okay. And then all of a sudden, right, Amber just shouts. Like this, there's this guy, like there's just there's this guy basically just minding his own business on a bicycle. What's it bicycle? Yeah, he was just riding past. And then Amber just turns and shouts, I love you <laughs> in the most expressive, unbridled, uninhibited way. And I was like, wow. I was like, for a moment, even for me, I was like, oh man, Amber, what are you doing? But the guy didn't hear it for some reason. Uh, I think he was just minding his own business. Yeah, yeah. But to give some context, uh, <laughs> to give some context, I think it is an expression of self-love because it's like you're not, you're so uninhibited. You're not fearful what other people, of course, don't go around shouting I love you to other people. Um, but we were just having that conversation. <laughs> And, and it's just yeah, me. I don't know how that happens, but I think he's just expressing. We're just expressing how we should be less inhibited ah, in our yes. expression. Yes, in our expression and and thing. And then I was just like, you know, you yeah. can literally just tell yeah. someone that you no, actually I, love yeah, them. Correct. Then I said yeah. I do that all the time as well. And, and then I think the reason mm. why people don't do that is because they find it very hard to express themselves. Yes, they find it hard to express themselves. People are afraid to be the first one. You know, in relationships, to be vulnerable, to expose how they feel, because this already leads to so many things. Yeah, yeah. People are afraid to ultimately be rejected, and the product of that is just that feeling of not being wanted and being unloved. So yeah, people are so afraid of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are so many aspects to it. Right? I think we we're going to go into it. Really, we've been a little bit. <clears throat> Long introduction to oh. me, but it's good. It's good. It's fun. It gives a good prelude, right? But prelude. today, today we're gonna talk about uh, mm. self love. I think we're gonna talk about Amber's journey. Of course, before mm. she became a coach, like why she's so passionate about this. A little mm. bit of her origin story, and then we're gonna talk about what aspects of self love is. What are some barriers to it? What are some signs that you might not be loving yourself enough? And what are some principles and practices that you can take, um, maybe to just be a bit kinder to yourself. And then after that, we'll end off by talking about empowering yourself for your own dreams and, and whatever you're passionate about. So yes, let's begin. Mm. I'm going to ask you about, interrogate you about your origin story, Amber. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So just, just share with us like authentically, like how was it like growing up and uh, when did the comparison start and the impact it had on you? Yeah. So I think like I was very confident as a kid. I received a lot of love like from my parents. So I didn't really feel that I was inferior or anything to mm. others. Social comparison started for me when like puberty hit la, you know, okay. when I started to be very aware of how I looked and, and all of that. Sure. Um so that was like the start of it all. You know, just feeling like, wow, you know, I don't look as good as other people. Mm. And back in the day I was like really <laughs> Like, I wish you could show pictures, but like, back in the I will, day. We will edit in pictures. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we can show the pictures. You know? Okay, <laughs> like, freaking, like, you see, it's like, woo! Like, yeah, I had but this very. Before that, you were very, sorry to cut you, but before that, you were very unbridled, right? Like, you were saying you're very expressive as a kid, you sing, you dance. Seriously, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean imagine it's, now. It's back now. <laughs> <laughs> imagine when you was a kid. I mean, imagine that like, kids are very uninhibited. That's what yeah, I learned from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're, not, they're yeah. not like. Program into judgment yet, mm. so like it's very yeah. yeah but okay, so 
I think for me, like, growing up, like, I wasn't, like, growing up, even in my teens, I wasn't, I, teens, I wasn't shy, you know? Yeah. I think the, the main thing was that at the end of the day, I didn't love and accept my body and how I looked. Um, I was constantly comparing myself to, like, other women. Uh, so those were, like, to me, I mean, now in hindsight, I think, like, those were quite superficial sure. problems. But it was just a symptom of not loving myself, which mm. then, you know, rippled down, right? So because I didn't love myself, I wasn't at peace with who I was. Uh, I didn't think I was very intelligent. All of these, you know, all these stories that I was telling myself. Then, you know, I felt like I always needed love from other people, mm. right? I needed, like, if teachers didn't praise me or if I didn't get validation or if I didn't have, you know, big groups of friends and if I, if I wasn't constantly in a relationship, I felt like, super unworthy i felt um unloved right okay so yeah that was a really a big one and what was the impact on you like if i could ask like mm. the how did it feel like like when you mentioned that you need love from other because mm. we all need love right love mm. is universal but mm. when does it get to a stage where it becomes intoxicating or becomes like you crave it exactly your slave right? right so it's like you will do like in a way right I was changing the way I looked. I wasn't happy right. because I wanted validation forever. So it's almost like you're an addict to that. Okay. Like you cannot survive on your own. Sure. You believe that on your own, you will you will break completely apart and you won't be able to pick yourself up. Mm-hmm. So you're like almost a host, not a host, like a, yeah, a host, like a leech. Yeah, I get you. That's yeah. a good analogy. Yeah. That's a good analogy. I think growing up, I was very independent. And because I received so much love from my family, mm. I didn't feel that void. Mm. But I do understand that, especially with people that come with dysfunctional families, mm. they may not receive that much at home. Mm. They seek it outside. Mm. And at a young yeah. age, that, that may not be... Um, of course, everyone has to learn the hard way sometimes. Mm. But it, it's, uh, it becomes like you said, like and you're addicted to it. You need it to survive. Yeah. And without it, it becomes like, uh, very challenging. Even even going to psychological issues as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think one how how I knew is that you know at the end of the day, I would feel empty mm. inside. Like I would come back and receive all this love, but then I would think like, what if this all disappears? Then mm. I'm alone. You know, I'm empty. Like. Okay. So sad when I think about that. Around that you know, it is, it is very sad, but it's, it's also a common issue because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like um, I mean, like I said, I'm looking forward to speaking to you today because I haven't really explored this in depth yeah. and I have a feeling that I, I don't have a feeling. I know that a lot of my listeners and the students that I talk to, youth, this is one of the major things or barriers to resilience. Mm. Relationships are like one of the greatest sources of stress. Mm. Um, not just romantic, but in general. And a lot of it is because like they are too dependent on the other person to validate them. Oh, one thousand percent, <laughs> yeah. Mm. And at the uh, before I ask you about a turning point, right? Like what impact did it have, have on you, like emotionally, psychologically? I know emptiness is probably the most horrible thing, but could you describe mm. like, a little bit more about what emptiness, the consequences it had? Like? I would say emptiness and lack of self confidence and belief. Okay. So. Um, I just, like, I wasn't aware of my own power, my own strength, my own capabilities. Mm. So, just outside of that, like, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't someone that would really completely, you know, t- 
ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไม่ได้ไ
a lot of people are feeling social exchange theory, a mm. branch of that. I think one social researcher change, yeah. talked about it. Like some people are not entirely happy in relationships, mm. but the alternative is worse. Yeah. So they are in stable but unhappy relationships. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So I think yep. a lot of them, like you said, find it difficult because the alternative to them is like, oh yeah, who else is gonna accept me? Exactly. And what am I gonna do? And exactly. And they can't and see themselves on their own. One thousand percent. And this is because. Like you, you'd rather stay in a comfortable, mm. this destructive, whatever, unhappy relationship, mm. than be alone because you think that being alone is like the worst case right. scenario. Right. And I'm here to tell and help my clients see that, like, you know, this image, this fear that you have, is just something that you're believing in your mind. Like it's not true at all, mm. right? You, like, being alone and learning how to be alone. Right now, it's just one of the best like soul discovery decisions that yes, I've made in my entire freaking life. Like learning to be comfortable with myself. Yeah. Interesting. It feels like I'm almost at the opposite spectrum. I'm so used to being alone. alone. Um, that being with someone else, it's mm. scary. Mm, yes. It's very odd. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. because like having to integrate someone else in your life, having yeah. to text good morning, good night, it's yeah. like to me it's like a chore. I don't know if I'm to say this right. I probably this I, probably be a horrible boyfriend, but but you know what I mean? I you know understand. I mean? So there's obviously it's we we are um are we oh, going off chance. a tangent? No, 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 it's no fine. can uh can okay. Yeah, I think I mean at the end of the day then that's also, you know, Encompassing of, of self-love, learning how to be uh, flexible and malleable yeah. with your with your life plan. In a way, right, it actually ties in with your sense of resilience, yeah, I feel. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. I was going to ask you about that. Because when you mention relationships, right, between a want and a need, sometimes the lines are blurred. You know, so mm-hmm. like, especially when biology comes in and everything. So we'll, we'll go into that. But but let's let's go into self-love. Yes, yes go ahead. Okay. Yeah. In essence, what is self <laughs> you, You're gonna answer it, okay? It, it makes sense, lah, right? We're talking about yeah. self love today. Uh, so I think self love it cannot really be encapsulated in like one, mm. like one kind of phrase. I kind of like to use a lot of things to talk about self love. So self love is having a secure identity, mm. right? Knowing who you are. And being unapologetically yourself. Self-love is about, you know, seeking discomfort, like being, um, yeah, being, um, being open and being curious, taking that leap of faith, you know, expanding your personal identity. Okay. It is about, um, you know, allowing yourself to, Receive love and give love. Okay. It is about setting goals for yourself. Mm. Um, it is, you know, about knowing your own worth. Mm. Um, and it's about tapping into, um, it's about really deep diving and looking at all of your flaws, that shadows, all of that, and being at peace with yourself. Okay. So wow. it's a very, very big topic. Um and so that's why there's so many areas that we can really dive. Yeah, for sure. If I could summarize like my own personal definition, yeah, I think it yeah, might yeah, encompass yeah. yours as well. Yeah. I think I wrote it on my Instagram that self-love to me in essence yeah. is striving for all you want mm. and all you can be mm. while at the same time 
having full gratitude for where you are. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's, in some sense, everything you mentioned is either about striving to be the best you can be or at the same time, at the same time being comfortable with time. who you are. But that's it, right? It's incredibly hard. Because when you strive, you're going to feel insecure sometimes because you've not mm. reached the goal yet. Mm. And there's an attachment, there's a comparison yeah. against someone else that's better than you. Yes, so yes. we're going to talk about that. How do the I strive, irony, right? right? Yeah, and yeah. still be comfortable <laughs> with where you are. Mm. Wow, okay, good. Let's explore that a little bit. But um, Okay, sure. we'll explore that in a while. But from research or rather from personal experiences sure. with people you coach, mm. um, you kind of really, obs- you're in some sense, obsessed with this topic. I love it. Right. <laughs> what are some major barriers to self-love? Major barriers to self-love. Uh, very good question. Um, I would say social comparison. I would say expectations from family members growing up. So a lot of people tell me like, hey, you know, growing up, my parents told me that, you know, I should be this, 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 this kind of person. Um, fear of being judged, right? So if they are, they are themselves, they feel like, oh, what will people think about me? Will I be like, so fear of failure, fear of making mistakes, um, fear of the unknown. Um, these are really like at the core of it all, right? It all boils down to fear and shame and doubt, like fear of not being good sure. enough, you know? Okay. So it's, it's really like the core of it is always about, uh, like you said, not, not fully... Uh, First, first of all, being fearful of, of societal expectations and what mm. other people have of them and being like kind of pandering and swaying around. Mm. I, I, I will want to read a little bit because we did ask the question on Instagram. So oh, we're yeah. going to just share some responses. Okay. Um, and I guess you also have some responses as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess I will share a little bit. I mean, I don't think I'll put it in because... I didn't get their permission to, but I'll just read it out without the yeah, names. Yeah, just read. Uh, okay, so let's just read out some responses. I think first of all, I asked people to rate their level of self-love and ah. it seems like 22 people answered and it was like less than half, like oh. the average. Yeah, so you can see that generally people don't have a good self-identity. Okay, let's just read out some of these things. Mm. Um, some things you mentioned, self-doubt, thinking you'll never be enough, mm. like fear of rejection and judgment, that's there. Yeah. Self-limiting beliefs. Mm. Um, and I think one thing here is interesting. She said, I usually blame myself quite hard when I make a mistake. Yeah. High, high expectations. I, feel like I, do that, I do that all the time. Mm. Um, high expectations post upon ourselves. For sure, 1,000%. Empathize with that. Yeah. Last thing, feeling like I'm not working enough to deserve a break. Mm-hmm. So, so again, we brought it down, right? It's really feeling undeserving, right? Undeserving of feeling like I'm not enough. Yeah, correct. It all boils. It all boils down to that feeling, like who you are mm. is not enough, mm. right? And I think that you know, bef- like before we want to strive and go out to achieve all of this, we need to form the inner acceptance because until we associate our worth, our value to any other external things, like it's always gonna be a war that we have. In ourselves, mm. right? A war is a good way to describe it. Yeah, just just all that that, that that noise, in the inner chatter, and that noise. Yeah. Okay. What are some signs, uh, subtle or otherwise, that could reflect like a lack of self love? Subtle, because I think we talked about those that are obvious people share, right? But what are some subtle things that people may not even be aware of? Self sabotaging is a very subtle one. Like people don't even realize that, like. 
Self-sabotage is when you believe that you don't deserve, that you're not worthy of your goals. So a lot of my clients do that. So when they are like very, very close to, you know, for, for example, attracting their dream partner and having a, a great relationship, they will purposely mess it up. They might cheat. Mm. They might, you know, just do the thing that they know hurts that particular partner just so that, you know, because they don't believe that they're worthy of relationships or like people wanting to lose weight, right? When they're very close to that goal, they don't believe that they're worthy. They don't believe, they don't see yeah. themselves that way. They sabotage. Wow. It's like That's you, yeah, yeah, you go against yourself because yeah. you don't love yourself. You don't believe that you're worthy. Correct. You don't believe that, yeah, you don't believe you're worthy. It really it's all boils down to that. That's a very nuanced perspective that I didn't even consider. But when you talked about it, mm. it's true that in a money context, right, self-image doesn't oh. exceed your income because you always feel you don't deserve it enough or you're not afraid. You're afraid to ask for more, especially maybe a freelance work. Mm. Uh, but yes, subconsciously, we kind of bring ourselves down to the level of our self-image mm-hmm. and act so that we <laughs> live out that reality. Exactly. Oh, it's insane. But some people don't realise because it's not apparent. It's not apparent. Like They're like, huh? Why, why, am I, why am I doing this? And then a lot yeah. of people, so the problem that I see a lot of times with people when they come to work with me, right? Mm. They think that what they're doing is a problem. Okay. It's not what they're doing that's a problem. It's how, who they think they are, their relationship with themselves, the thoughts that they have about themselves. 100%. You can do all the right things, right? But at some point, like I said, you might either, either self-sabotage or you will just not get it because of the beliefs that you're having about yourself. 100%. It catches up. Though. It catches up <laughs> at some point. Really, right? Everything might be going well. You know, like you yeah, really yeah. hit your one million. And then you know what? You might legitimately yeah. go and spend all your money the yeah, day before yeah. of this big oh, project. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Boom. There are, there are cases like this. People yeah, spend way more than... Yeah, percent Oh, one other sign, one other sign that I want to highlight also that may not be obvious is finding it very hard to accept praise. And yeah. it's almost like, I mean, in some sense, it's the Asian thing, like, it's like, yeah, paise, you know what mm. I mean? But I see it because like, there's emotional reaction when I praise and I, and I see the value in that person. But the reason why they have that reaction is because they just can't see it in themselves. Again, I know it's so simple, right? But it really all boils down to worthiness. Mm. Like, do you believe that you're worthy yeah. of that praise? Um, so, yeah. Wow. I mean, interestingly, I actually just talked about this on my Instagram and I was I was saying how um, this is one personal struggle for me right now. Um, that, you know, when somebody gives me something, like, man, <laughs> like, you know, like a guy <laughs> or whatever. Sure. I will, or like, okay, in general, some... Depends, sure, you must have been uh, flooded with a lot of gifts. <sighs> So when I receive, when I receive, when I receive gifts, I'm like immediately I will feel so uncomfortable, Mm. right? So it's like we are. It's so easy to give love, like it's easier to give love. But when to receive love, to know that we are loved, if you don't feel that we are worthy of love, it's going to be so uncomfortable. So, yeah. And it's it's you're you're disrupting the natural flow of things because like we look at universe, you look at our ourselves, our systems. Everything's an open system. It's flowing in and out. Like it's taking in and giving out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the moment you stop that natural flow and you don't take in, you're just giving, eventually it will catch up with you. La. Yeah, it will. And so the art, that's why I said that and self-love is also the art of giving mm. and receiving For love. sure. 100%. Like I would say, in fact, right, one thing I learned as well personally is that to become 
an effective giver, you must be open to receiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope the audience can think about this perspective because it's not really talked about and it's very nuanced. But if they can really accept and certain things praise or even genuine compliments about them, they begin to see that they are more worthy of it. Yes, 1000%. Um, I think just to add on to that, it doesn't mean that, so for me, what happens is when somebody does something, right, I'll feel this initial, immediate need to be like, oh, do you want me to, like, uh, yeah, okay. like, right? And so then, I think it's fine to, to do that, but are you doing it out of fear of inadequacy? Right, mm-hmm. so then you have this feel that like you've decided to give something back because you feel that you that was not deserved, or are you doing it from a place of love and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? Thank you so much for loving me. I love myself. I want to give this back. But I would say, right, if giving back comes naturally to you, one thing that you really need to do at that point in time is just allow yourself to have, build your capacity to have, build your capacity to fill your self love cup. Okay. We are so used as a society to giving back, allow yourself to have. This is something that I've really been working on with clients. Like, allow yourself to be fueled with love. Sure. Okay. That's that's. Uh, Goes against the normal grain. Like always, when somebody gives something, give. Allow yourself to have. Okay. Love that last thing that I talk about is. Yeah. Uh, I think I read this on your post. I mean, like, like I told you personally, I was reading through a lot mm, of your personal reflections. You. you write very well. It's very rich in meaning. Wow. See, I just, I just gave you. I know, you see, you see, you see. see. Yeah, I saw you it as well. I saw you it. see. Interesting. See, it's real you life see, demonstration. It really happens. I swear. Everybody, every, there are different layers to everything, okay? I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. It's a journey. Self-love is a journey. Okay. Not but, destination. But see, yeah, right? Yeah, oh my gosh. I mean it because like, I, I, Thank it's, you. It explores a lot of facets of self-love and gave me a lot of material to talk to you about today. Mm-hmm. So and I think one thing you shared was that uh, we tend to say yes to oblige people mm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about that and how that sabotages self-love. Succinctly. Because we, we got to move on. Oh, we got to so move sorry. on? Okay, no I want to explore other things with you. Oh, you want to Okay. Yeah. Um, because then you shapeshift and you're not being true to who you are. Mm. You are living your life based on the expectations of others. Okay, wow, that's that's good. Sean <laughs> sweet. So don't that's do that. Uh, don't do that. It'd be okay to say no. Be okay to say no sometimes. I think that's mm. also a, a way to, to build your own worldliness and uh, appreciation for yourself. Like. Mm-hmm. Something I found it really hard to do initially. So now we move to the solutions. I think I've been waiting for this. How can one begin to love themselves more? Great. I love that question. So I actually just also talked about this on my Instagram and um, this is a great activity I encourage all my clients to do. Um, and it's to write down 50 reasons why you love yourself. Yeah, already here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. Really did his work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that goes beyond personal achievements. Okay. Like you can talk about that, but that goes beyond that. Okay. Like literally loving things by yourself just because like I love my smile. I love that, you know, I make people feel comfortable around me. Mm. I love um, the way that, uh, oh, I love how grateful I am for everything in sure. life. You know, fall in love with your psychological, um, emotional, like, physical attributes, all of these things that make you who you are. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think once you learn how to have a greater appreciation for yourself and you learn how unique and amazing you are, right? 
that's when you start realizing that you are amazing. Yeah. Okay. I want to share a story. Mm, uh, love stories. I think, I think I sent it to you. I'm not sure whether you watched it. But it's okay. The Eric Fung's episode. Oh my god! Never right. I know. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. My <laughs> wife is not validated or whether Amber watches Aww. my my videos. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, but but no. In in that in that snippet, mm. I think he talked about a very paradigm shifting story uh-huh. that caught when you mentioned this. Like I immediately thought of that because for him, uh, when he first now he's a global. I mean, for some context, Eric Fung is a is a global speaker. Oh, the social media strategy. Yes. That one, right. Yeah, he has spoken over thirty five countries. Mm. Uh, audience as large as 10,000 mm. but he didn't start out that way right he started out really talking to 7 people 3 of them were his friends 2 or 3 of them were aunties Whatever. they didn't care about him love it you do Eric <laughs> go Eric talk to the aunties <laughs> talk to your friends <laughs> yeah, see, I, I couldn't even complete my story without ever <laughs> shouting at Eric <laughs> okay but yes hopefully he listens to this but yes yes Um, in fact in, during that stage uh, he was not as as uh, comfortable with that he was actually very upset. Oh. And yeah, correct. So he couldn't see himself as a global speaker back then. And he had a mentor. So called Ron Kaufman. So Ron Kaufman is a customer service guy. Uh, he's quite, he's a global speaker as well. So he just mentioned that for some reason, there's no breakthrough for him. Like he could do all the techniques. He could do everything. He taught everything from Ron. But he just no breakthrough. There's no breakthrough. And this is why I'm getting excited talking about this because this is very linked to today's episode. Like one day he just, like Ron Kaufman just walked in. And he said he walked into a coaching session and then he sat down. It was an empty room. He just sat down and then Ron Kaufman looked at him and said, you know, Eric, I think I know your problem. And then Eric was like, oh, is he going to fire me? You know? <laughs> he nowhere to go. So Ron said like, do you even see yourself as someone that can speak to yes. thousands of people? Oh, 1,000 Do you see yourself as being able to stand on stage and add value to thousands of people? Do you see yourself worthy to be paid 10K for a speech? Mm. And he said this line that he always quotes, right? Until you see yourself as somebody, people always treat you as a nobody. And that that is a paradigm shift for him. Like from then on, right? He just... And what he did, you know what he did? He said that, you know what's the first assignment for you? You're going to sit down and you're going to write down 100 things you like about yourself. Oh. Yeah, and he did it. He said the second, third thing, right? He couldn't, he couldn't find anything because, like, it's so difficult. But the moment he started celebrating himself for who he is, that changed. That changed a lot for him. He bought a wall map. He put it in his room and said that you know I'm going to speak globally. So wow, this really ties in with the work I do, which is change the way you view yourself, change your self concept, and then your world, like no, literally. Yeah. I create miracles with my clients and I really, they achieve the impossible because they view themselves differently. They're no longer victims of their past and their own narratives. They have really stepped into who they want to like be. And I think, I know, I don't know if it's too soon to talk about that, but there's another segment where we talk about, can I lead into it? Yeah, so self, I I call myself an empowerment coach, even though a lot of work that I do revolves around self-love. It's because, like I said, right, Self-love is the foundation for it all, right? Until you have a greater relationship with yourself, a more loving, compassionate relationship, you know, you are not going to be able to achieve all of those big goals. Love it. Yeah. yeah that's a very good segue into the next segment. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you might say it's a miracle, but it's actually they created their own Oh, miracle. yeah. Yeah, of course. La, you create, you know. Yeah, because your inner world, the ultimate reflection of your inner world. Yeah, right? yes. Yeah. Preach. Okay. 
So talk about so empowerment. <laughs> Let's talk about empowerment now. So Leia, what does empowerment empowerment mean? Yes, empowerment means to me um, really taking that stride and being a creator of being an architect la, of your own life. You know, creating, going out there, putting out self your yourself out there. I'm not going to be a victim of my past. I'm going to create the future that I want for myself. Mm. So it's about taking empowered action towards your goals, not just floating by and. Okay. Good. Yeah. And my next question is how is self-worth and empowerment linked? But I think you did, mm. did talk a little bit about that. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to expand on that. Go ahead. How does... How does uh, okay, maybe I'll, I'll do this, right? Because mm. we talked a lot about acceptance. We talked a lot about loving yourself. Mm-mm-mm. But part of self-love is striving for who you can be, right? Yes. So let, let's talk about that and how do you strike the balance? Because when you strive, yeah. right, you're going to compare. And when you compare, mm-hmm. you're going to feel lousy about yourself. Yes. So how... how yeah, how can people uh, empower themselves while at the same time like taking care of like uh, oh that's that's a very loaded question let's take it one step I totally understand you actually asked it earlier on you were like you know there's this cognitive dissonance it's almost as if there's a contrast like how can you love and accept yourself but then still Mm. strive to have big goals Mm. I actually don't think they are mutually exclusive like I think because you love and accept yourself so much that you want more for yourself and it's not coming from a place of lack. It's coming from a place of love. Mm. See, that's the difference, right? If you're coming from a place of lack, then oh, it made sense so much in my mind. Do you want to, Okay, if it's coming from a place of love, right, then it's like, oh, because I love and accept myself, I want more for myself. Mm. And it's, and it's also that mindset that even if that doesn't happen, because I so deeply love and accept myself, I'm at peace with my surroundings. Okay. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying my best to process it because like I cannot, it's hard for me. Yeah. I, it I takes just some cannot, time. Like, yeah. Throughout my entire life, I've been just ambitious striving and that yeah. also is one of the things that led me to depression. I think coming yeah. out of that, I, I learned not to tie my worth entirely on, on those goals. Yes. But it's still creeping up on me a little bit, like, especially as I try 1, and scale percent. and expand. It does. It really is. Me building my own business, these things definitely come in, right? So it's all mm. about really, again, taking your time, looking at your mind, expanding and all of that. But mm. I think at the core of it all, like we have to realize that it's just years and years and years of conditioning that we have been grown to believe that self-worth comes from achievements. And destination. Huh? Yeah, achievements and destinations. But if you think about it, like when a, when a child is born, the child is already worthy, right? The child is not less worthy or more worthy of our love yeah, it doesn't need to do somersaults for you to love it. Yeah, you just, you're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, you look at it and it's, yeah, you just, You're like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. I already love you. You don't have to do anything. You're just cute as you are. And then it's over time that we learn all of these conditionings. If you realize that, right, these conditionings are just thoughts and beliefs that we have about ourselves. And we have the power to always remind ourselves that these are not facts. Mm-hmm. These are just stories and things that we've heard so many times that they are perceived realities, but they're not. Mm. Yeah. So every time we step into that thing, it's just about really allowing ourselves to in that moment being 
I am enough regardless of what okay. you know, what I've not achieved. So I appreciate you sharing that. I think that's helpful to me also personally. I have to do it too all the yeah, time, yeah? Like, uh, like, come on. like yeah, I just, coach myself all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true, it's true. I think it's also reminding yourself like, like for me, how I strike the balance is that yes, I'm striving, but I take time to also, like you said, remind so, myself that I'm I'm happy where I'm where yes. I'm not where I used to be. So I yeah. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm happy I'm not where I used to be and I'm happy as I'm grateful for where I am. Yeah. That's important. Yes. Yes. Another thing that you said and I mentioned this a lot, like um grateful for what I have, excited for what's to come. Okay. In a nutshell, you know. Yeah. If this self worth thing might be too hard for you to grapple, you can just have that mindset really grateful for what you have and excited for what's to come. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. I think growing up, like um, coming from uh, quite a staunch uh, religious background, my mom always says godliness with contentment is a great gain. When I strive for something, she's like, Kevin, but contentment is good. You know what I mean? But I realized that she's missing out on the first part of it, which is godliness. And godliness is about living out your full potential. What God intended you to be, or rather, if you don't believe in God, the universe, right? Mm-hmm. What? Just living out your full potential of life. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's godliness, but you don't see that. You only see contentment. It's godliness with contentment. So that is a perfect example, like you said, being striving for all you can while being happy where you are. We are literally here to be an expression of love. Okay. We are literally here to be an expression of love. And what a lot of people think that, you know, self-love is very selfish, but actually when you allow yourself to love yourself and to be empowered and to, you know, live your life on your own terms, chase your dreams, right? You become a beacon of light and you inspire others. So it's not selfish at all. Your relationship with yourself has this power to amplify and create change beyond your wildest imagination. And this is why you should choose to also love yourself because, you know, you're allowing yourself to be an expression of, you know, for example, God of the universe, Mm -hmm. of our infinite power that lies within yeah, I, I think that's a very good, very good explanation. I hope audience get a rough understanding of it. It's it a bit spiritual. Funny, it is. <laughs> uh, in fact, I want to read out Marion Williamson's, uh, Williamson's poem like in the corner there. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequ- inadequate. Mm. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Mm. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant? Gorgeous, talented, fabulous. Mm. Actually, who are you not to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 you. Yes. Uh, you, are, you, are, you are a child of God. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There's yes. nothing enlightened about shrinking yes. so that other people won't feel insecure yes, about you. 1000%. We are all meant to shine as children do and born to make manifest the glory of God that's within us. And yes. an expression of love, like you said, yeah. it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. Yes. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other the people the permission to, to do so. Yes, I literally, this is the one of my favorite quotes ever. Okay. Yeah. Oh Thanks my goodness, yes. Yeah, so uh, it is a poem, it's quite a famous one, uh, but it's very powerful because it's very true that sometimes our success scares us more and what we're capable of scares us more. Yeah, yes, really, really. I think this is such a beautiful way to end the Anything, podcast. right? Yeah, it is. La. It is. But then I feel like I need to ask everyone. Oh, you want to ask one last question? Yeah, yeah. Can, can. Yeah. <laughs> um, last, last thing. Okay, so how do we uh, empower, talk about empowerment, right? Setting goals for others. Mm, okay, mm, let's. Mm, so someone listens to this, right? How can mm. they step out of their comfort zone? Set goals for themselves. How can they step out of yeah, their I, comfort I feel zone? Like, see, see, I, feel, I feel that if people are happy where they are, we should just leave them as it is. Because if they're really happy where they are, then we shouldn't force them to like, 
strive for all they can be. But but I mm. would say, you know, but I would say I would argue that fulfillment comes from striving and come from expressing that full capability of yourself. A self-actualization, uh, we call it. So you can argue that that is one form of happiness. But then there are people that are really, really fully happy with Honestly, it. honestly, I used to, like, I, my mind, my mindset is also shifting. Like, I have this friend of mine that she has, like, she doesn't have, like, big, extreme goals, like, yeah. myself. I'm, like, really fulfilling my purpose, adding yeah, back yeah. to the community. Yeah, yeah. Like, for her, it's really about, literally, it's about, you know, slowly progressing in the, in the corporate ladder, you know, getting married, having kids, mm. traveling, that whole Thing. you know to me when I first heard of something like that I was like you freaking kidding me because in my in my match it's playing right, small right yeah it's playing small but I think you get to decide your own definition of what happiness looks like and don't let anybody tell you otherwise that that goal or that vision that you have is not sufficient enough if you feel like there's a calling to do more right then it's time for you to explore that but you really you you get to decide what does happiness look for you. And again, that self-love, right? Being secure of your identity and being at peace with your goals. Mm. Okay. Um, Did I answer the question? I didn't really give them the tip, right? What tip do they need? Okay. No, because because I I digress. But now we go back back to that. Okay, then we go back to the question. Because stepping out of comfort, Mm -hmm. right? Versus like staying comfortable, uh, I will talk about, I'll share my own opinions as well yeah, as, yeah. as an ending, but uh, I want to hear from you, right? Like, how do people step out of comfort? Um, yeah, how you, would we encourage, because we always say step out of our comfort zone, right? Mm. Just one tip for people to just get out of their comfort zone and like just let yourself become empowered. <laughs> one thing to step out of the comfort zone. Or principle, or just any message that you have for them. Oh, literally, um, I would say like, if you are somebody that always has routines, a really good way to you know, lean a little bit into fear is to start to like break that little like routine. It can literally be like, um, you know, if you're a person that always has coffee at 9am, right? Like one way to step out of your comfort zone and break out and break out of that could be have your coffee at 10am. Like you don't need to like do things that are like life-changing. All of this will already help you break your self-concept that, oh my gosh, you're not the person that always needs to have her like, Mm. Coffee at 9am, you know, that's the thing, right? The small things. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps you realize that like your personality is malleable. And just because you've been this person for like the last 20 years, it doesn't mean that you will always be that person. Mm. It can start from a very small shift like that. And that will give you confidence that, hey, I can lean out of, I can lean into like fear and discomfort. Love it. So simple. And become the person that you are like the poem says meant to be. Yes. Let me attempt to summarize this and then you just add on to, to what I... Uh, summarize every, our whole conversation. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck to you, Kevin. <laughs> uh, um, so, so I think for listeners today, I think I, I just, because we talk about so many things, I feel yeah, the need to just okay. help them out a little bit. Sure, but, yes. Crystallize. Yeah, because this is such a big topic and and like if you're struggling with like loving yourself and, and having so many mm. inner chatter, mm. I mean, really start with writing down 50 things or even 100 things that you appreciate mm. about yourself. Both your personality, both just you as a human being can just be your smile, right? But <laughs> when when you do that, like you kind of create an awareness shift in you that, hey, you know what? Like I'm actually worthy of love yeah. and I'm worthy as it is. Mm. And that that will actually transition into a lot of your habits and a lot of ways that you 
like we discussed, right, the way you receive things, you won't you stop self-sabotaging yourself. You stop doing things that um reduce your capacity for to love yourself. Mm. And you start also by nature setting stepping beyond because now you really feel yourself, right? And you want to gonna give you you're overflowing. To me, it's like this. You're overflowing with abundance that you have to give, you have to expand. And then you're going to empower yourself by really stepping out of your comfort zone, changing your routines. Uh, if there's anything you want to pursue, anybody you want to talk to, or my favorite song, Cold Places, if you love someone, let them know. Aww. It's, ever, it's Everglow. My favorite song. Uh, oh, it's from the, it's from the, the colorful album. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Buds. Yes, yes. Okay, with the Buds. <laughs> the song Buds with the Buds. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Cold Places is my favorite. Yeah. Artist, but I'm sure you went to Yeah, I went to concert. Mm. concert. Uh, it's amazing. But yes, Everglow, maybe go and check it out. But I think uh, really that's about it. Lah. Step out. And then also the last thing is that while striving, right, find time to be grateful for where you are. Like just know that it's okay to sometimes retreat into comfort, take a break, go for a run, I don't know, just like go for a spa, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> take a break and yeah. then uh, yeah, that's about it, I guess. Oh my god, you summed it up so brilliantly. Just took a, just took, <laughs> just took a freaking break on Tuesday because I wasn't feeling well and I was like, my body needs rest. I'm not doing anything, so I literally stayed in bed and I was like, it's fine to be unproductive. I'm okay. still worthy. Okay, great. So I think great. it's a wrap. Where can we find you? Oh, you can find mm-hmm. me on Instagram at a m b r a l i e w. Nice. Yes. I'll, link, I'll link them up as well. Yeah, definitely follow her because like, she writes a lot of like value-adding stuff. Uh, she posts a lot of pictures of herself as well. <laughs> um, but they're also quotes. Lah, huh? They're quotes. And, and, and yeah. generally, her stories are also the very value-adding. Yeah. Mm, so do follow her. Of course, subscribe to our podcast. If you're here for Amber, which I think most of you are, do consider subscribing to our podcast. Um, and then share this episode if it adds value to you. And we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. Okay, with that, stay resilient, stay self-loving, and stay (laughs) empowered. Okay, bye-bye.